Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You know when you you feel really good one day and you register for an exercise class for the next day and you're like, tomorrow, I'm going to take this class. Tomorrow, I'm going to start my new life. I'm going to exercise regularly. I'm going to be a better person. And and it's too late to do it that day because the classes are full. So you're like, tomorrow, this energy will carry over and I will continue along this path of change. And then tomorrow comes and you wake up and you're exhausted because you didn't sleep well and you don't want to exercise and you want to kill yourself because that's, the decision you made the day before. Now you're locked in. And if you cancel, you have to you have to pay for the class. Why is it that we always think tomorrow will be a better person? Why? <laughs> After this many years of living on the planet, why do we just assume that tomorrow, because we had some fit of mania where we think we're someone we're not and we schedule something, why do we think tomorrow we're gonna wake up with energy and wanna continue this journey of health? Does anyone else do this? Look, I I try to exercise regularly. I am an active person, but not in the winter in New York City. I hate being active because it's cold and, and it's dark. But I do take classes, but I've been kind of lazy about it, if I could be completely honest. I don't know. I'm just busy. And every time I register the day before for a class, because that's what you have to do. Otherwise, you won't get into the class that day. I wake up the day of and I hate myself. Does anyone else do this? And it just got me thinking, why do we have so much hope in the future us? Why do we think the future us is the better version of ourselves when we've already proven day in and day out that this is as good as it gets? I'm just curious. It goes for eating habits. It goes for plans. That's what I'm going to talk about on this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me. And this is really random and very niche. I'm sorry. But I feel over the housewives. I feel a little bit over the housewives of everywhere. And I can't believe I'd ever say that because I love the housewives. I love anything that Andy Cohen and Bravo does. Like I love it all. But I'm getting like housewife burnout. Is anyone else getting housewife burnout? I never got into Salt Lake City. First of all, they all look too similar to me. I couldn't tell the difference. Like they all have the same face. So I couldn't get into uh, Salt Lake City. And they all seem to hate each other. That's like another ingredient. Like it wasn't fun hate. It was like, I just didn't get any of it. So I didn't get into it. I watched one or two episodes because of the Jen Shaw scandal. I like when, God, I sound awful. I like when one of them is in trouble with the law. It's my favorite. (laughs) I'm also sick and demented, guys. But for like the OC, okay, I loved Vicky Gumbelson. I loved Tamara. I loved all of my OG OCs. I even loved Gretchen and Slade. Okay. And now we just keep having more and more random characters and I can't get into it. And I don't like that Heather Dubrow thinks she's like the queen of the OC. I, I can't, I can't handle it actually. And New York, New York is imploding on itself. Uh, so I just had to, to say that. Don't hate me. But is anyone else feeling like housewife burnout? I do have to quickly add, I am still into New Jersey. I love those girls. I am waiting 
to see what happens with Louis and if he's as creepy as the internet says he is. I love Dolores. I'll always love Teresa. I could do without Margaret. She doesn't seem like a good friend, you guys. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Anyway, I'm sorry if you don't watch The Housewives. I do want to make one recommendation for television. You must watch The Dropout, the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos show on Hulu. I don't know if you saw the documentary, the Theranos documentary, but this is a crazy story. And it's done so well, way better than Inventing Anna, which I had to drop out of. I am loving this show. So everyone, that's my get involved for the week. Definitely check out The Dropout on Hulu. I am blown away how this is a thing. And I just am obsessed with it. And now I'm going to spend the rest of my days researching everything about Elizabeth Holmes. Like I wish I she made TikToks about her day. I mean, pre this happening. So I could kind of just see how far she took this character. And what's so interesting about it is you watch the show and you know, she's like a compulsive liar and like did terrible things, but you also kind of feel bad for her because A, she seems so desperate. It's like she wants it so badly. And I think she's convinced herself of something. I don't know. What do you guys think? I want to talk about it. Can you guys DM me your thoughts? Does anyone else feel a little bad for her? I don't feel bad. She did terrible things. Like, let's not, I'm not like, but you see that she was so passionate that she like deluded herself a little bit. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Okay, so the theme of this episode is about being a better person for tomorrow or making plans for tomorrow or doing things tomorrow that we keep putting off. And one of the things I really, really uh, need to do is I have to get back into a better, healthier routine. I used to be really healthy pre-pandemic. I would take vitamins a lot. I'd take supplements. I was trying to eat cleaner and healthier. And then when the world went to shit, so did I. And that's why I'm so excited to talk about Noom because I think we all need a little bit of a boost and a little bit of structure. And Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their potential health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be more mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight users finish the program and more than 60% of the users that engage with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. That's N-O-O-M.com slash B-L-E-A-V. Okay, another promise I make to myself every day that I break is that I am going to be the person that moisturizes twice a day, my entire body, full body moisturizer for my dry skin. I always say if I became a billionaire, one of the first things I do is hire someone to come moisturize me morning and night because it's my biggest weakness, that and cleaning. For now, until that day comes, I'm lucky I have the way because when I do moisturize, it makes my skin so soft. Quench thirsty skin and leave it feeling satin smooth with Way Melrose Place Body Cream. 
It's fast absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it most. Hydration that lasts and prevents dryness. High quality nourishing ingredients like squalene and coconut oil. Experience the new Way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser, your body, your way. Go to theway.com and use code BLEAV to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com. T H E. O-U-A-I.com, code BLEAVE. Okay, back to talking about what the theme of this show is. Thinking we're going to do something in the future, and then when the future comes, it doesn't quite happen. Thinking we're going to be a better person tomorrow, and then tomorrow comes. (laughs) I don't quite know how to phrase it, but you guys know what I'm saying. In line with that, something we all do as people is we make plans with our friends in advance, and then the day comes. And then we hate ourselves. And I love my friends. You guys, I'm like a real girl's girl. I love my friends. And I've had friends. Most of my best friends have been my best friends in my entire life. But why is it? Why? We make plans with our friends that we want to see. We we make plans with our friends and and we do things we want to do. We schedule dinners. We schedule fun things. And then the day of arrives. And we don't even know who that person was that made the plans. Who was that psychopath three weeks ago that made a dinner plan all the way downtown? Who's that person that said they'd go to Brooklyn? Who's, who is that person that said, yeah, that's, that's great. Let's all go to dinner. Who's that person? I want to have a word with her. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Like it's the same thing as the exercise class. Don't hate me. But when I make a plan with you, I don't really want to keep it. And I think that's the truth for most of us. Now, once I'm there, I'm having a good time. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm there with you having a good time. But we all, why do we all have this moment of panic? And don't say you don't have it. We all have a moment, a what were you thinking moment when we see plans looming on our calendar. Why the day of does any plan seem like the biggest burden that has ever existed in the whole entire world, in the history of the universe? I don't know. Don't hate me for saying that, but it's true. I want to bring up something that I have done a couple of times on accident, by accident. You know, I thought it was by accident, but for some reason, as I was saying it, I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be on accident. Is it on accident or by accident? I just want to go on record and say, I would usually say by accident. I'm going to go with by accident and not try to be someone um, absolutely not. You know, when you're on Instagram, has this ever happened to you? And you're just like scrolling with your thumb and then you accidentally hit that that save picture feature. And then it's like pictures she saved or whatever it says. Have, has that ever happened to you? Because every time it happens to me, I feel such shame. <laughs> I feel like a stalker. I feel... I I feel like the creepiest person that ever lived. And even though it's an accident and I know the person's not going to see it, I'm like, what have you done? 
I feel shame. I feel like I'm hiding their picture in a shoebox under my bed. And it's not even a picture I wanted to save. I don't need a random picture of you in Cabo saved to my saved folder. I do use my saved folder. I use it when I see a funny meme that I might want to reshare at some point. But I don't use it for anything else. I'm certainly not using it for your vacation pictures. But I just wanted to address it because when it happens, I feel a crushing embarrassment. I feel like I failed myself in some way. And I feel like I should be locked up in some creepy place somewhere where I have no access to the internet. Anyway, I'm just wondering. I know it's random. I'm just wondering if you guys felt the same way if you ever accidentally saved something. I want to uh, spend the end of this podcast talking about some DMs I got from some of you. You guys, I was dying at the passion that you guys felt about the paper napkin versus paper towel debate on um, the podcast two weeks ago. I can't believe how strong people feel about their opinion and I respect it and it had me laughing so hard. I also had the cloth napkin people come after me, which I deserve. I deserve it. I said it on the podcast. I said, obviously, obviously we should be using cloth. So I am sorry to anyone that I offended by saying that I use paper towels. And I also had admitted that it was wrong and I was going to try to do better. But one woman in particular, Julia McNulty from Vermont, had me rolling, telling a story about how her husband will hide. He wants to use paper towels. She wants to use paper napkins. And she said her husband will hide the dispenser of napkins and only acknowledge the paper towels. And I thought that was hilarious. But she said something that really I could identify with. She said, this is the same man that relaxes in jeans. And I have to tell you guys, I have to say this. I have gotten teased by my friends forever because I relax in jeans. You know how some people come home, they put on sweats, they put on leggings. I fully relax in jeans. To me, a lazy day can be spent in jeans. Now, I don't want to give the wrong impression. If I am wearing sweats when I wake up and I'm having a lazy day, I will not change into jeans ever. That's unnecessary. I'm not one of these people that gets dressed for the sake of getting dressed in my own home. I'm not doing anything. However, if I have to wear jeans out and I come back home and to relax, I will remain in my jeans. That's a real thing. So I identify with her husband. Then when I told her that, she's like, please, I need to know how you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, guys, and who's with me here? When I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I put peanut butter on the bread and then I add jelly to that slice. And then I put the other piece of bread on top of it. I don't do peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other, and then close the sandwich. I do peanut butter, then jelly on one slice, and then I close the sandwich. And she was dying because she's like, my husband is the only person who has ever, I've ever seen make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like that. So I'm here to say that I have discovered through this podcast that I am very similar to Julie McNulty from Vermont's husband. And I respect all of his quirks because I have them too. See, this is why it's so fun to hear from you guys because I love, I just love hearing about you guys. Keep it up. I love it. How do you guys make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And do you guys relax in jeans ever? 
I know, I know it's going to be a resounding no. Cause I think me and Julie's husband are the only people that do that. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me for the past 15 minutes or 16 minutes at this point. Um, I really had a good time talking to you guys. As always, please uh, be so kind as to go to Apple Podcast and leave a review. Write your favorite thing about the podcast if you can. It takes one second and it really helps us. And please, please feel free to share anything about social studies on your social media. I will always reshare it. I hope you guys have a great week and I cannot wait until you hear next week's guest. I think she's absolutely brilliant and I think you're going to love her. On that note, see you next week. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.